I might I might have to do some therapy this episode. Wait, okay. For sure. Alright, so boom, y'all wanna What you mean? Like vent? Yeah, I gotta vent. Okay. I'm okay. fucking around. I ain't venting for shit. Alright, Joe, you wanna start it off? Yeah, hold on. Just know I miss my bitch. This ain't gonna start every episode like that. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, fuck that. I ain't joking. <laughs> she texts me, yeah. <laughs> Y'all ready? Hey, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm texting Shadi after this, too. Bro, I I'm really want to, I really want to <laughs> think. I, like, no, nah, before we even start, like, I'm dead ass serious. Like, I'm not even going to cap the I really <laughs> want to tell think. I'm thankful for having you in my life. Hey, fuck. yo. You know what I'm, I'm thankful for, for the little bit of time we spent together, fuck. Hell yeah, um, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? It was really mean? something wonderful, you feel me? Hey, yo, Mike. Hey, yo, Mike. On the low, on the low, this nigga got hoes, bro. But That's he cat. But he won't, like, he won't show, like, he won't tell niggas that. Like, he not, <laughs> not even that he got hoes, but he got hoes that he can pick and choose from if he really put the work in. That's All the time, bro. He just don't want to put the but work in. Bro. I, they're not hoes if they curve me. But I'm not saying hoes like that. But I'm just saying in general, like how. No, I no, say, I'm saying, no, I know what you're saying, saying, but I'm like, bitches. they not my hoes if if they curve me. Like if I'm if I'm playing pressure, they like, haha, no, they I can't. Uh, I don't know no, but what I'm saying, not nah, like really like that ass though. I ain't even gonna hold y'all. Like I really want to text show to be like, yo, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, I'm thankful for you. Like you feel me? Like. Like, even though, like, we only had, like, three so months together, like, it was a great three, four months, you know what I mean? Like, I'm really thankful for you, shorty. Like, even though we not, like, messing around right now, and I know you probably got a new man, like, I'm always going to be in your corner, you feel me? Like, you you, you showed me experiences I never experienced before, shorty. Yo, Josh, start the episode, bro. <laughs> you know you might with this. Thing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm over here really crying, bro. Bro, I was like, just going to say happy birthday. Like he and her, he or her voicemail. Bro, I was just about what to say hell yo, yo, if she make if she make a mixtape, I'm going to be on the voicemail. What are you talking about? He said, "Finally got you by my head." Hey, yeah. Wait, what? Bitch, I kill you in here. You got me looking stupid. Welcome back to another episode, man. It's your host with the host, John Jiggler, a.k.a. MacGyver, man. I ain't hear that in a minute, but we back with another episode. And I'm with my guy, AJ. Yeah. You already know what it is, man. It's your man, AJ, a.k.a. Fifth Street Shorty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Royal Rugrat, product of the motherfucking GAME. You feel me? <laughs> and we got my boy, Father Mike, in the cut. Oh, yeah, we starting early today. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Oh, yeah, we getting right in it today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's your boy, Father Mike, in the building. I'm coming at you another one. Uh, you already know it's 1017, bitch, squad, everything, man. Yo, what is wrong with this nigga? Yes, sir. <laughs> Yo, okay, stop. Please stop this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in it, man. What's good? <laughs> I'm ready today, man. I'm 
ready today. Oh, the dope game hard. The rat game easy. Come on, man. This the first round. Gucci man. man versus Jesus. It's your boy Father Mike in the building. What's popping, y'all, man? 1017, beloved. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so we I'm already know who you was riding with that night. You already know he was coming at head tops, man. Out the gate. I wanted Jeezy to win. I ain't even watching. Jeezy did win. He did not win, bro. He Jeezy did. Won. He didn't win. Jeezy won, bro. He didn't win. Je- Yo. Gucci beat him. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Jeezy won. Now, Gucci won, bro. I don't, we don't have to keep going back and forth because our <clears throat> opinions are never going to change, but Gucci won. I know way more Jeezy songs than it's, Gucci songs. It's, it's not even about songs. that. Because if we being honest, I know a lot of... I don't know way more Gucci songs than Jeezy songs. But if we're being honest, there was a lot of multiple battles in one. And let's just say Jeezy won the most important battle. And that was the music category. At no, least, he didn't. Yes. No, he didn't. Okay, explain how he didn't then. Because no song, is, no song from Jeezy, in my opinion... In my opinion, <laughs> it's touching photo shoot, it's touching bench warmers, it's touching the truth, it's touching. Um, I think I love her. Those songs are just too impactful for me to even think of a Jeezy song. Maybe like the first Jeezy song I may even think of, I'm not even gonna do Jeezy like that because that was actually a great song. That song you did with Kanye, amazing. I only remember that song because of 2K11, but regardless, Jeezy song, I know it was Kanye song, but still. He made he had a good verse on it, but um, I still count that with his catalog. But Gucci, those songs right there, man, you just you just can't beat it, yo. I, see, and also just the way he, nah, just the way that Gucci was presented throughout the whole thing. Even forget the whole disc. I mean, but you got to think about the disc. We gonna no, no, no. You think about, you have. But to. it's like just with the presentation of the disc. Literally after that black woman got off the screen, he said, "Yeah, let's start it," because you know it's round one. First start starting off, not no, nah, we cutting that anticipation off of if he gonna drop any disc records or not. I'm coming out the gate with a disc record. Out the gate with the disc record. Full of energy. I don't I don't care, yo. When Jeezy was playing whatever he was playing, yo, he was like, yo, put on my new stuff, bro. Put on my new shit. Like, why we listen to stuff from 2007? That's a part of that whole that I add that to the presentation and the catalog. Cause J- Gucci has now hits. Gucci has now hits, and that's something even Jeezy can even fight against. He was like, "Yeah, all right. I mean, it was still cool though. It was still cool though. You feel me? Like <laughs> he was already got, he was already copying that joint. Like, I mean, I mean, you right, but like, hey, hey, Gucci won, man. Uh, he just won in every aspect in my eyes. Okay, so for when I see it as Gucci won the disrespect category in the presentation category, he didn't win musically. Because if you think about it, okay, yeah, he played round one and shit like that. He played round one. He played the truth. Now, I don't think you don't win against the truth. You feel me? That's like, that's an automatic W for Gucci in his category. But Gucci just came out the gate wanting to disrespect him. So he was like, I'm going to do songs that disrespect him or that subliminals to him. Not really, not necessarily if it's great songs, but people are going to give you that W because you're dissing him. When in reality, the songs that, that Jeezy were playing were great hits and were good songs. Jeezy came to the battle actually structured, making great songs. Like, mm-hmm. Gucci was just like, yo, I'm going to just come here and disrespect you. I'm going to talk shit for the whole time and then so be it. Like, I'm going to play what I want and what I feel. To where, like, like I said, Jeezy was like, yo, 
We're actually coming for a battle. This is a battle of our hits and our skill set. Here's the layout. This is what I'm going to give you. And I think he succeeded in that. And I think Gucci succeeded whatever he was succeeding in. Because even when uh, Jeezy was talking all that black power shit, which we'll get into how that nigga really misused that. But even when Jeezy was getting into all that black power stuff, even Gucci was like, I already told you out the gate, I really just want to play these diss records. Like, he, you already tell right there, this is not about structure or the battle for him. This is about this is about the real battle. This is not about no verses. So it's like, I don't even put that against Gucci because you know from the jump he wasn't even coming in with that mindset. Even with the promo before the whole versus battle, when he was like running down the hill and he was talking about uh just dissing Gucci, I mean dissing Jeezy out of nowhere. It's like, bro, you knew from the jump he was coming with the fuckery. So it's like, I don't even know why y'all still trying to hold this structure thing. Of course, I know at the end of the day, that's what the, the versus battle is. But it's like, if you know how a nigga is coming, yeah, but really that, like that shit, you can handle something else, though. If it, like, you know, the street shit, this is professional. This is business. You feel me? But what I'm saying, if, if you come in from that energy, or if you come in with that energy already, even before the battle happened, when y'all are in just negotiations of the battle, I mean, maybe he was acting different in negotiations. We'll never know. So now but that you've the seen way the he battle. Was, the way he, but the way he was making it seem was that, nigga, I'm only coming here for one objective, and it is not to win this versus battle. <laughs> it's to disrespect you. <laughs> that was really it. And he played some good hits. All right. He did. He played a lot of good hits. So now that you've seen the battle, do you think they had, like, an actual sit-down conversation beforehand? Because the way they came, I, think, I don't think they even talked. I thought they was like, all right, yeah, we want to agree to do it, and then just met up that day. But honestly, when they was talking about we agreed to do it, I, the first thing that came to my mind was in this talking in the Instagram DM with, like, somebody else. Like, <laughs> I did not picture them actually sitting down and talking to each other. <laughs> I pictured them hitting up, hitting each other up on the DM, hitting that black lady up or whoever is in charge of the versus battle, like, Swiss or whatever. I must have Swiss like, and yeah, they was like, yo, yo, we trying to do a versus battle. And then that nigga Gucci was like, I ain't doing it unless I'm playing my disses. Then he was like, I right, bet, set it up. <laughs> that was it. No, I don't, <laughs> me personally, I, I don't think, I don't think Jeezy would agree to him playing true. Because even when you see, when you've seen him play it, the way he was sitting down and just looking straight, he probably, I don't think he even expected that. I don't think he agreed for them to even play disses. Now, I don't say, I don't think he was like, yo, like, I can't play it. But I, I'm thinking that he probably was thinking like, yo, like, you feel me? Like, out of respect or out of like, we move differently. I don't think he would do this. You feel me? But nah. that shit just. How long ago did they squash they, they never squashed their beef. And that was. So that was their first time, like, being around each other, like, since that shit happened. In a public setting. So, like, that's. So they probably just chopped it up afterwards. You feel me? Because they, they, they was looked like they were. He said, like, "He's like, I accept it. Yeah, I don't know how serious this, is, but you feel me? Yeah, I don't know how dead this is, but I mean, of course, it's died down over the years because it has been like what fifteen years since the joint happened, fourteen years. So it has died down a bit, but I don't think that Jeezy. I think Jeezy was fully expecting that because why else would Gucci be like? I literally said." I'm not doing this unless I get to play the truth, unless I get to play my disc records. So it's like there would have been no way Gucci would have been up there if Jeezy hadn't known about that. Well, thing. you know what? Maybe, all right, maybe 
he expected the truth, but I don't think he expected the added commentary at the end. <laughs> I would say that. <laughs> of course he did Of course. I'm, okay, I'm not even talking about the ad-libs because this nigga was really going at him, literally adding ad- ad-libs, calling him pussy as soon as he would say little cheesy and look right at him afterwards. <laughs> bro, Gucci really didn't care at all, bro. And Jeezy over there just sitting like, yeah, we're usually. I mean, which is understandable because you're not about to, you know what I'm saying, about to own this record. But then again, yes, you can. Because, like, Gucci was doing the same thing. And that's where I gave him another point. Because, like, even when uh, Jeezy was playing his disc record back, Gucci was still standing up and dancing. And, like, you know, swaying, doing whatever Gucci do. You feel me? Every time that Gucci put his disc record on or something like that, I mean, Jeezy just went right to his seat. Sometimes even when Jeezy was playing his songs, he wasn't even standing up. He was just bobbing his head, rapping to it. Like, yeah, uh-huh. It's like, come on, eh? Like, he was yeah, born. Yeah, like, come on, bro. Like, yeah. you knew something like this was going to pop off, bro. Thankfully, it ain't pop off to nothing physical, because you've seen Gucci niggas in the back. Hey, what? Pusheisty was in the cut waiting for a call. <laughs> Right. and Big 30 was like, bro, we will clip the shit out of this nigga for you. This nigga said, I got my schedule cleared. I got time Bro, yeah, if you ever heard 762 God, he was he was waiting for that. He said, I got time for a jail, man. I know Gucci would nigga. get me out. Cool. He's like, bitch, this the new 1017. We gonna kill a nigga with Gucci. <laughs> bro, that's, I was so scared for Jeezy. I was like, that nigga shiesty gonna clap this nigga, bro. Hey, yo. But I initially did give Jeezy a point um, when after Gucci had played the truth, and then he was talking about yeah, he about smoking and Pookie. Look, I can't, I can't. And you can do the same thing. And you was like, you could do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? You can do the same thing. We gonna send a nigga in the box right back to you like your last partner. All that shit. And then Jeezy, I initially gave him a point for when he came back. It was like, nah, nah, man, hold on. Whole time you gotta, what's going on, bro? What's, I'm trying to come to you as man, do this verse battle, yada, 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 all that shit. And had Gucci like just silent and then literally did all that to lead to I'm the realest nigga. That was, I gave him a point for that one initially. Really just how he turned all that into um, into that mm. song. That drone was so. But I didn't like necessarily how he just used that black power joint in such a personal beef like this isn't about <laughs> like I understand we doing this for the culture and like we do want the world to see us but you know this is way more personal than just us playing records like this isn't like the other versus battles where they literally just playing records and like maybe with the exception of Brandy and Monica where they had a little tension but other than that Nigga, everybody else is just coming here to play records and have a good time. You knew this is way deeper than rap, man. No, that's way deeper than rap. But it's funny that you say that because I was going to bring this up, right? So people on Twitter and the internet, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a half and half debate that I seen, basically uh, as like a bigger part of the story, basically. So on one end of the spectrum, I seen people saying, "Yeah, Gucci was childish for the stuff that he was doing." Like, yo, you you 40-something years old. Why are you still saying you smoking on somebody? Like, that's an old situation. Blah, blah, blah. Like, if somebody's trying to come to you as respectful and, like, you know, dead something, like, us as black men, we should be able to dead our beasts. So, you know, people was on that wave. And then on the other side, people was like, nigga, how are you going to tell somebody that tried to kill somebody how to feel? 
it was like, uh, nigga, you sent people to come kill me. Which people actually get the story messed up. It wasn't that he got sent to ki- the person didn't get sent to kill Gucci. He got sent to go steal his chain because he had a bounty on the chain. We didn't know that him going to steal the chain ended up in a death. So that's really a difference. But and regardless, this is like how Jeezy people was like, how Jeezy gonna be like acting like, oh, like yo, you're not gonna accept my apology, blah blah blah. But you actually sent people to go at least harm him. Like, you can't tell somebody how to feel with their emotions. Like, you feel me? Like, it could have ended a whole nother way. Because it was like, what if it wasn't, like, what if it was successful and, and Gucci ended up getting hurt? What would we say then? You feel exactly. me? So it's like, I understand part of it, but then it's just like, I guess I, I, I agree with both sides in that. I'm like, yeah, like, if you 47 years old now, like, y'all niggas both not in the streets no more. Like, we could just dead it. You feel me? Because, like, as black men, I feel like, if nobody got oh shit, I can't even say nobody got hurt because um, the family did lose their their son. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, you know, just at the end of the day, like you feel me, we should be able to go past things, even though like you can't tell people that, like you know, in the streets, retaliation is a big thing. So it's like people will harbor that for years. But then I also gonna be like, yo, like nigga, y'all niggas tried to do something to me. Why would you expect me to be? cool with you or like you feel me like like oh yeah no yeah, yeah you tried to kill me three years ago but it's okay it don't matter yeah you want to go have lunch like nah all the time me? it's like of course you want to be the bigger person and forgive but it's like it's com- like you're saying it's completely understandable if you don't like that could have ended your life right there like what if that he was on some other shit and was like nah i want more than the chain like you feel me i really want to like take this nigga out like it, like I, I want to be done with him. You feel me? Or what if Gucci was fighting for the chain and then he have his strap on him? And so he was like, "I gotta kill him to get this chain." So like, it's like I can understand why you would still have, you know, some ill intentions for this nigga. I have like, you know, just bad, a bad taste in your mouth when you see this nigga. I can understand that. You feel me? I feel like people really try to just downplay that shit. Like these are actual, like nigga, these are actual guns that can take actual lives. And we've seen that it did take someone's actual life. So it's like, it, this ain't like for play. You feel me? I just love Gucci, bro. That nigga is just, he was just amazing, bro. The fit was amazing. And then these niggas always talking about, yeah, bro, Jeezy just in a different mind state. He talking about real estate. He ain't even talking about them clothes and shit. Nigga, I'm over here dripped up, nigga. Of course I'm going to talk about my clothes. Yo, uh, like, said my, my outfit worth 10K. Look at my opponent. <laughs> like, bro, like, of course, I'm gonna talk about my clothes. If I literally came drip for this, uh, uh, like I'm not about to come up in there. Yeah, I got a house you can't see, but that joint 3.8 mil just out of nowhere. Like, no, I'm the first thing I'm gonna talk about is how good I look. Like, nah, clearly I look good for the occasion. Nah, this shit was funny as hell because they was like, like yo, they was like Gucci. Uh, they said uh, Jeezy said that he owns half of Atlanta. Tyler Perry says he owns half of Atlanta, and T.I. says he owns half of Atlanta. Somebody is messing up here. It was like, the math ain't doing too good. Oh, Tom, bro. Like, who really owned half of Atlanta, bro? But it's like, yeah, of course, I'm not about to come up and start talking about my real estate out the jump. You feel me? Like, we acted like Gucci is broke or something. <laughs> hey, you think that will, you think that real estate gonna make her pussy well, huh? <laughs> 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 yeah, go take a page on Nas book. Get the fuck out of here. Niggas on records talking about rent and reparations. No wonder Jay-Z killed you. <laughs> 
Nah, bro, don't do nines. Don't do nines like that. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Nigga talking about you owe me. You owe me back like you owe your tax. She is not going to fuck you for tax. <laughs> <laughs> Like you owe your tax. No, 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 Nas. Please stop. Just stop, bro. You trying to kick this Nostradamus bullshit? I love Nas, but no, stop it. it Talk about repping forty acres and a mule, yo. Yeah, she, yo, me. she heard forty acres and mules. Like, yo, let's go back to the hotel right now. <laughs> you had me geeking when you tweeted that. I'm bro. ready. It's like what? She's like, we get reparations? I'm going to fuck this nigga tonight. Get the hell out of here. I'm ready for it. I don't care. All the time, man. But speaking of reparations, we need to get into Dave Chappelle real quick, man. Because I feel like he is a very... You're not the Segway King like me. I like how you just try to interrupt my whole shit, right? Like, I was really flowing, too. I mean, but it's all good. Yeah, we all face bumps in the road. Just like how Dave faces bump in the road with Netflix. But it's okay. Yo, you are the fucking corniest nigga I've ever (laughs) met in my life. <laughs> hey yo, it's okay, bro. But just like Dave Chappelle, I could also have shows in the cornfield. Anyway, back to Dave Chappelle, man. We just want to get into him and his Netflix beef, man. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, I'm just keep, I'm coming with him, bro. I'm coming with him. Bernardo. This is I see you, my boy. This is really why like I really like like love Dave Chappelle. He is also another black king that I will give praise to. I will give my, you know what I'm saying, give applause to, you feel me? And this thing is just too real, bro. So what happened basically was uh, some clips came out of a stand-up that he was doing. Um, And while he was performing, he was talking about the whole Netflix revealing that they were going to air Dave Chappelle, like the Chappelle show. And once they started, he was kind of like just confused about it because he didn't get any payments or any like news or anything like that from uh, Netflix about them putting the show on net, uh, on Netflix. And because he rocks with Netflix so much, he knows that if he was going to ask them to take it down, that they would take it down. And they, in fact, took it down at his request. But it's like he under he kind of understood how it was going because it's like I don't own it. Which kind of like just interested me because you know we yeah that that boggles my mind because it's literally the Chappelle, the Chappelle show, right? show and you don't have any stake in it at, at all. all and then like you 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 know how much money that show created uh, alone so it's like you don't have nothing to show for it like not saying it's his fault but I'm like wait it's literally the Chappelle show yeah you should have stake in it you should get revenue from like, it. it shouldn't just be like all right it's Chappelle show but I'm just getting paid whatever I'm getting paid by them, and then they just tell me what to do, or I just be like, all right, I'm going to just do it. You feel me? Like, And that was in part of why he left. Like, It was like, hey, I'm not about to do all that. And I think this was because I was talking to even my sister about it and was like, it's understandable at that time why you would have a show that literally has your name and you have no ownership in it. Because it's like back then that really wasn't the talk of the town. Like the only niggas you could really – think of that were like really notable ones that were always talking about ownership was really just Dame and Master P like mm. maybe a handful of others but there wasn't re- it wasn't like really as of a, a comfortable conversation as it is now and how a driven conversation as it is now so it's like it's understandable mm. that you would just be like oh I'm about to get on TV I'm about to get paid for it 
this is my break right here. I get the show named after me. Oh, this is my break right here. You're not even thinking about, oh, I'm thinking about like 10 years from now when the show is still going. Yeah. Am I still going to get revenue? Like when they the show contracts. Yeah, like... you just really like, oh, I get this is the, the show is named after me. I get to do whatever I want on my show and I get paid for doing that. This is this must be the but, dream. You know what I mean? I would I would believe though, cause like all right, people that have these shows like Martin, like Martin gets played faithfully on MTV two and BT. I'm pretty sure Martin does get paid for these reruns though. So I'm like, like at least like a Martin or a George Lopez, like people who like Jamie Foxx show, like I'm like these people have their names attached to it. I would be, I would I I would want to believe that they were even getting paid this revenue for the reruns and stuff I like that. They are though. Depending like, on they con- I mean I don't know their contract, so they could be, they could not be. But it's just like a- well, I know in Dave Chappelle's case, I remember he had got what fifty million, and then he had left after the third. Like he left like two episodes into the third season, so he just took the fifty million and left it. But it's just like you feel me, like. All right, I think me and you spoke spoke about this, Mike. It was like if they if they gave you fifty million, that must mean that your show produced a lot more money. Exactly, than that. I was you're, like at least probably four worked, times more. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm pretty sure Chappelle show bringing a lot of revenue. So I'm like, in that case, if you're bringing in a lot of revenue, but then again, it's business. The business is shisty and shady. It's like but that's the thing, though. Business don't gotta be shisty, and that's the same thing my sister said, and she was just like, it's just kind of crazy, like in that. In the entertainment realm, like you kind of have to do business in a shisty way in order to get ahead, and I don't think that's the case. I really don't. You gotta get nah, jerked, bro. bro. I don't think. I don't think you got to. The locks even said it. Like, yo, you have to. Get I mean, jerked back in then, order to back win in the then, business. I would say yes. I would completely. <laughs> I know very much pause, but yo, chill, chill, chill. <laughs> but yo, you don't remember on the locks album the skit they had Jay yeah, jerking? No, in no, no, I, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> But not jerking niggas like that. Chill out. But like they was they was playing like they was playing like they was Diddy because Diddy really like really did that to them. Like oh, damn, that makes it worse. Anyway, <laughs> but Diddy, you feel me? Diddy was jerking niggas like you feel me? Like, just say robbing them, bro. Just say robbing. All right, but look, nah. All jokes aside, though, like that's gonna happen anywhere you work, though. Not just in the, in the entertainment industry. That'll happen anyway. Oh, yeah, that's true. But I'm saying that doesn't have to be the only way that you should get to be successful. Now, maybe if it's like once you get into a different realm of like a different uh, tax bracket, like a certain tax bracket, when I when I call that the weirdo money, when you get to that level, all right, you might have to do some things. Weirdo that's money. That weirdo but money. why when would you, get you have to, that to do weirdo that at that money, point? That's, but why would you have to do it at that point when it's when it's already coming? Because the easy. people that are at the very top are those that control what you have to do in order to get into this exclusive, uh, this right, exclusive right, right. group. You feel me? Yeah. True so indeed. it's like they could easily just finesse your shit out, out your money if they didn't want you in. You feel me? But it's like true. you could still be successful without getting anywhere near that level. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you don't have to go through your way just like back ending people or like. Uh, stabbing them in the back for records or for any type of deals. Like you, ladies, just do honest deals. Like all the shit that I'm doing now, I just is really, I just, but like all the shit I'm doing now is really just like whatever deal we making or whatever exchange we about to make, we just make that off of love. Like I just know you gonna come through for it. Like I know, I know, I trust God that you gonna come through whatever you say you about to come through with, and I'm gonna do the same thing in exchange for that. 
and that's just gonna be it. Like I ain't gotta do no shiesty or cut corners and be like, oh, I'm about to just give him some bullshit and like, nah, I'm about to do my thing and, and hope that you do your thing in return. I just saw an interview where it was a nigga was saying like, mm-hmm. he was explaining how he sold his soul for money, you feel mm-hmm. me? And he was like, once you sell your soul, there's no coming back. But he was saying like, Fuck. selling his soul as far as like, you feel me? Like he just being that addicted to the money that he'll do anything to get it. Yeah, you feel yeah. me? So like, what if like what if he said because like once you start getting money, you look at it different. He said like that's the worst drug, because it's like you feel me. Imagine you you just come up on some money and now that's your flex. You feel me? That's your hustle. That's your income. Now you just flexing. You feel me? Like you ain't never seen this money. So he like coming like what you gonna do to get that money? Exactly. So I mean, what if you got that mindset? Well, no, it's funny that you say that. Like when we talk about you know Dave Chappelle and Netflix, I seen a tweet recently. And they were talking about how, oh, when Monique tried to boycott um, Netflix, everybody just laughed at her and like and shunned her. But y'all better keep that same energy for uh, for Dave Chappelle when he asks y'all to boycott it. And I'm just Who said like, that? Eh, I don't know how to. Fo-. It was a, it was a lady on Twitter. Was that I don't multiple know ladies or just that lady? It was it was that one lady, but a lot of uh, women had quoted it and you know agreed with it and stuff like that. That should makes no sense. At all, because for one, <laughs> that shit makes no sense. For two, Dave Chappelle never even said anything about boycotting Netflix at all. He literally just said, "Yo, I didn't. I felt a way that they didn't tell me that the, my show was gonna be on Netflix, so I asked them to take it down, and they did." That had that literally does not correlate mm-hmm. at all with what Monique got going on. And like for the third, nigga, it's Dave Chappelle. Like of course Monique is great. That's Dave Chappelle. Like <laughs> that's true. It is Dave Chappelle. But I mean, in a sense though, I could see that though. Like, you feel me? Just playing devil's advocate, we do have a we do have a tendency of not backing, especially black women, when they have claims and stuff like that. So I could see like, you feel me? It's just like she didn't get as nearly as much support as we would support, you feel me? As we would support Dave Chappelle. Then again, they are in two different tiers. Of plus, these are two different like... like situations, like like completely different situations. Like I don't even know why this would even like come to be a topic of. Well, the only difference I can say I can see in it is that Monique is, was trying to get paid to where Dave didn't get paid at all. Like Monique was trying to land something on Netflix to where Dave had something that already. Was going there. That he didn't get monetary exactly. game. So that's from. what makes it such a different situation. Like Monique was trying to get into the shit. Dave is already in the shit. He just had some other shit that was in there that he wasn't approving of. That's literally it. Like this don't even have to become a this doesn't that doesn't correlate to it being a conversation about us not backing black women, which I do feel is a problem. Yeah, and I and I hate that with a lot of situations though. I feel like we like regardless if it's like if it's a situation with a black man or if it's a situation with a black woman, it, at the end of the day, the conversation always becomes black men versus black women. And like we gotta stop doing that. You feel me? Like I know plenty of brothers that are backing black women in every day, and I'm one of those brothers. You feel me? I support your whole ways. I support what you want to do and all that stuff. Like I support everything, sex worker movement, all that. So it's like I gotta stop with this whole like. I mean, okay, I know I was. I can't even say that because I am a minority in that. The majority doesn't support, so I could see that they'll get upset. But it's just like 
Yeah, you can't really get. You can't really. I'm just this like is this. Like, ain't, all right, fuck it. That's just the conversation. Yeah, that's gonna like be. this ain't that. <laughs> like we could talk about that, but this ain't that. I don't know why y'all trying that's to make true. it like yeah. that. Like it is. It really isn't at all. But I mean, blessings to Monique, blessings to Dave, blessings to the woman. You feel me? But it just don't always got to be. That's the same thing I was even saying about Jeezy. Like, nigga, this is a personal beef. This has nothing to do with black power, bro. And it's like, even though it does, at the moment, it doesn't. Like, it it really, like, I understand where you was going with that whole thing. But it's like, nigga, this is between me and you. This has no reflection <laughs> on how I think of other black people. But I feel like now nah, I feel like he was just trying to put that message out there because it's been too much, too much killing going on. Like it's been a lot of deaths, like gun violence. Not only I really think year. he only put that message out so he could like segue that joint to a song. <laughs> no, nah, you know what that remind me of? That remind me of when the nigga had texted the dude. He was like, "Yo, why my girl number in your phone?" He's like, "I don't know, King." He said, "Nigga, don't uplift me. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> don't uplift me like what you mean." <laughs> Wait, nigga, you gonna fuck my bitch and then try to make me try to make me seem like I'm king? No, nigga, don't do that. (laughs) What you mean, bro? No, like (laughs) that's really just changing the whole topic right now. Like, bro, we wasn't even like doing that right now at all, yo. (laughs) This was war. Look, the topic at hand was why is you fucking my bitch, yo, king? I do not know, but yo, you were mad magnificent, (laughs) beloved. (laughs) Like, yo, all right, now I'm really gonna shoot the shit out you. Nigga, you smash my girl and then you try to uplift yeah, me. Yeah, that's you how feel you good know about you, myself that's how you know, bro, I'm gonna hurt you. you talking about nah, King. Just keep uplifting yourself and your vibranium and all that shit. I'm like, bro. <laughs> all right, bro. I gotta see you now. See, I know. Never mind. We ain't gonna go there. What's the next topic? <laughs> it was about to be some exposing <laughs> done. I'm just gonna stop right there. <laughs> hey yo, what we got next, man? What is it? Uh. Futuristic, futuristic men. Oh my gosh. <laughs> J futuristic. This shit is like Damn, nobody got that reference. I'm Would you drive that no. shit? No. Facts, no. <laughs> <laughs> what the f- Bro, first off, this Mercedes car is it's called the Avatar. It's basically like it's loosely based off the Avatar movie. They actually brought the I think the creator of Avatar or the director or something to like help with the modeling of the car. What, James Cameron? Maybe that's that nigga name. Wait, did he? I have no idea, bro. I never finished Avatar. That that movie is too long. Uh, It's too long for me to just be... Yeah, that shit like three hours long. Like Blue Giants. Like, I don't care about this. And No, Avatar... I mean, this is another conversation, but Avatar is racist. Avatar took from Africa, nigga. Like, all that shit is African shit, and they didn't even allow Africans to even get no shine off that joint or any profit. (laughs) <laughs> they got a partial like no, she ain't even African, but they let Zoe sound exactly. down. Like all these joints is white bitches. Right? Just like, like, I don't. But anyway, okay. it don't even matter, bro. The Avatar Mercedes giant is basically like it was like a beta car that they made, where it's like there's no steering wheel. You know what I'm saying? It's just you get a luxury long seat. Come on, what there's a car no with no steering wheel, wheel, bro? What what it is is that where the gear where the gear panel is. They put like a a post button, so like you put your hand there, and then like the car lights up. You feel me from your hand to the to the whole car in front of you. You could either see the street ahead of you, or you could see like scenery or whatever you want to see. And like you move the car with your with your hand, like it's a joystick. So like you move forward, backward, left, right, all that other stuff. 
the doors transparent so you can see right through them. <laughs> you feel me? So if you ever see anything you don't like, <laughs> easy money, easy shot. Hey, uh, you know what? That just sound like, uh, bro. That just sound like motherfucking bumper cars and creepers. creepers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, time. Tell, tell me I'm wrong. That's right. Nah, that ain't really do something. Creepers, bro. Oh my gosh. Jeepers Creepers, bro. They, they, I'm mad that when they took that joint down. And anyway, that don't even matter. Anyway, bro. So they have transparent doors. They have like panels at the back of the car that like reflect different lights to show when it's stopping or when it's going. Yo, these niggas really think bro, they're trying legacy, bro. The technology these <laughs> niggas is making, bro. It's like why? These niggas really think they're trying, like, bro. These niggas think this shit is like Midnight <laughs> Dub Club, like, bro. What is going on? What year? What year y'all think we gonna have flying cars, nigga? We ain't gonna be allowed to see that shit. Exactly. That's gonna be for the the Jetsons, nigga. The, what's in? Yeah, the Jetsons, nigga. Black niggas is still gonna be. That's, on Earth, that's gonna be that. That show is. Hello, I mean, That show is racist as fuck, bro. Yo, yo, I I just saw somebody tweet that too. They was like, yo, bro, you know what you never saw a black person on Jetsons. Oh, I was just making that. Damn. See, look at that. I'm not the only one that's seeing this. <laughs> All the black people. Oh, you was Earth, joking. Bro. I thought you saw the same tweet. <laughs> Bro, there was like I think what I think Carlos Miller said something about it. He was like, "Yo, he was like, bro, you don't see black people on the jet." Like they realized, said, "Yo, we're about to make flying everything and leave these niggas here." Yo, actually, bro, we I think one day we gotta do a segment about racist cartoons or just racist noticed, shows bro, in general, like, bro. Because a lot of them shows, yeah. Because I think I even noticed like it's no black people on Flintstones. Nigga, we got to, bro. That day we got to talk about Powerpuff Girls because most yo, you already know stop. What I'm I feel like I see what's going. <laughs> Yeah, I remember I saw, I saw it coming, man. They really did. Damn, that. Mojo Jojo was really a black man, and they was beating the shot of him. That was like for me. <laughs> 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 With a name like Mojo Jojo, I'll be posting Yo, chill out. <laughs> hey, yo. Bro, they was really smacking the hell out of the Koofy, bro. Bro, you know how bad you got to beat a nigga up to have his brain falling <laughs> off his head? Cracked this nigga noggin, bro. <laughs> bro, I knew shit was fucked up when they had this. Like, bro, they had a whole foot in this nigga mouth. Bro. Bro. <laughs> I was really crying when they really just saw this nigga walking and beat us. <laughs> they really just saw nah, him walking. Yo, bro. I know y'all know the episode, bro. Like these motherfuckers was having a good ass day and they was like happy as hell. Like, no, no, I think no, no it was what's it called? Mojo Jojo had a day off. He wasn't even on no crime shit or nothing. He was just chilling. These niggas went out they way to beat his ass. He was like, yo, what's going on? <laughs> like, bruh, I was like, if that's not racism, I don't know what is. <laughs> <laughs> bruh, you know how fucked up it gotta be that you having a day off? He was like, yo, I don't even want to terrorize shit. I just actually want to go to the spa. And these niggas said, nah, bro, nah, you gotta get this bro, work. Fine, <laughs> you gotta get this work right <laughs> <laughs> Nigga started smacking him up. I said, go cop the gallon, nigga. Go the gallon. That's how I know that shit was racist, bro. That's how I know that shit was racist, bro. Because really, they was treating Mojo Jojo the worst. But then they, tre- they treated that white monkey bubbles the best, bro. Literally had the most magic powers. Had the baddest bitch on his side. Had a whole suit for him and everything, bro. Had a whole segment for him. 
And Mojo Jojo, the black monkey, gets beat up every fucking day. <laughs> Why you saying what's on Instagram? <laughs> that's what they showing us. Nigga said the black monkey. <laughs> like, look at this shit they showing us, bruh. Real live oh. racism in our face. <laughs> no. if Well, since we there now, bruh, I know y'all remember Chowder, bruh. I didn't really watch Chowder that much. I yeah, I didn't watch Chowder that much. You never watched Chowder? No. That shit was racist as hell, bro. They had they had a black character on there. Like he used to talk, but it was incomplete sentences. It was so fucked up. You don't remember the Rada Rada nigga? And like he had a deep ass voice, like he was black. He was like Rada Rada, and like he would just wait. Was shit. that the dude? Niggas he had, like, like the, yeah. the tall head neck joint looking thing. Oh okay. yeah, I think I okay. I remember him. <laughs> I didn't even think nah, of that. I still don't know. Rada Rada. No, that nigga was black, bro. Hey yo. These niggas are so racist, man. They had him as they, bro. They try to make him seem like he was some country nigga, bro. They're like rawder, 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 rawder. I'm like, yo, this shit is racist. That shit sound bro. like gutta. Oh, they made this nigga gutta gutta, bro. Oh. Yo, stop, oh. stop. Do not connect gutta gutta to the rawder rawder nigga. They say rawder rawder gutta gutta, bro. Gutta gutta, no other love. <laughs> Can I see me? I'm Stevie <laughs> Wait, wait, man, because this is going to go to a whole nother topic, but I think we have to do a list of the worst rappers that I've ever raised the mic before. He's going to talk about Gutta Gutta. <laughs> that was the worst rapper to ever grace a mic. Nah, bro, I got to make an argument no, that at least no. four of the worst rappers were in Young Money, bro. Gutta Gutta, Lil Twist, Lil Chucky, Mac Man. I will no, 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 no. We're not going to do that. Man. We are not no. going to do that. We are not going to do, do that. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I will do that. If anything, Little Twist and Little Chucky is top Please five. Gotta lie. I don't Please care what niggas talking about. I'm about to say Little Twist Please was type up. Yeah. Cause girl, I got you. <laughs> nah, bro. I'm not. I'm not. Nah, bro. I can never forget Mac Man, bro. Nah. That's the worst Yo. rapper. Just off of one. Off of one bar. Off of one verse. Yeah. I don't even think don't we can reiterate what he said he on here. Singing on that song. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about the Miley Cyrus? You know what I was talking about? Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Oh my no. gosh! And I'm really crying because the Miley Cyrus bar is really not the worst bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no! The worst bar. Talking about. <laughs> Like what is wrong with this I man, hit, bro? I hit blank, blank for the nah, V card. <laughs> I was really mad, bro, because then he was saying that right in between Birdman and Lil Wayne. I said, I can't yeah. do this, bro. I can't do this, <laughs> bro. But if we all right, because we going there, gotta gotta literally say in the song, <laughs> and I got a nigga grocery bag. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's the correlation. I don't know how we even got to that sector of the conversation. But I don't know. I don't know. Somebody explain to me how a grocery bag means that you got there. I that was a bar, nigga. What you? No. No. Hey yo. No. He said a bar. I got it. A grocery bag. No, nah. If we talking about the greatest rapper alive, if y'all seen my Twitter and y'all seen my Instagram, y'all already know we're gonna talk about slow French Montana. Now I break this down to you, right? There's two different sectors of French Montana. 
you have the slow French Montana after he got shot in his head and he was rapping with Max B and everybody, Coke boys, you feel me? Then you got mentally stable. I want to use Sway Lee on every hook of French Montana. We don't respect that one. Hey, yeah. You feel me? The the French Montana that we respect is the slow Wait, French hey, Montana. Did you just learn that feel word me? or something? Yeah. What? Because that's like the third time you used it in this episode alone, bro. Fuck you. Anyway, so... <laughs> I was just thinking you just said here a lot. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Hey, man, I'm trying to utilize my mom's money. So, you feel me? It's a song that French Montana made called 9,000 Watts. And literally, in the, this is the greatest shit I ever heard in my life. This nigga said, went to court for my liver, they hit me with murder. Went to court for my lungs, they hit me with life. Huh? What? Huh? <laughs> and it's, and it's just complete to go say, huh? This is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. And you should listen to it too. <laughs> and, and, and eventually in the song, he says a bar. This nigga says, be gassing like the worst shit, bro. What is yeah, he talking he said about? The <laughs> hey, man. Talking about, huh? <laughs> huh? Went to court on my liver. They hit me with murder. <laughs> nigga, this act fucking my <laughs> stomach up. <laughs> I'm killing myself, bitch. <laughs> hey, yo. This... <laughs> uh, hey, yo. French Montana, yeah, he deserves a place in history. Yeah, top five, I don't know, man. I don't know top about five. that. Bro, top five rappers is Slim Jesus, Lil Chucky, French Montana, Silk the Shocker, and Chingy. Actually, I actually disrespected Chingy by not putting him number one. Chingy is this number one. Is Everybody knows how I feel about him. Top five, <laughs> bro. This is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> this is a nasty ass top five, bro. I think y'all hey, haters. Hey, yo, if he was if he was stuck somewhere for a week with them five albums, bro, I kill myself. Yo, chill. That's the stream. That's the stream. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> Bruh, if all I had was the music to survive, just bro, nothing. So... <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'd rather just not win. <laughs> no cat. <sighs> we have probably the worst top five of all time, but it's okay, bro. We just, hey, John, man, you got anything else you want to say, man? We can just wrap this up, man. Smoking on Pooch Loop. Hey, hey. <laughs> Who else we smoking on? No one. Can we end this episode? <laughs> hey man, that has been another episode. Pookie Low! Yo, y'all have to chill. <laughs> I really love Gucci, man. Nigga, I should have played Stay Strapped. Stay Strapped. <laughs> nah, you can this up, bro. Hey, man, that has been another episode of Why We Here podcast, man. Figure out why you're here. If not, come back next week. Big bless. Thanks. God bless you. 1017. Peace. Peace.